Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As long as you sunscreen Although natural pot has always been a friend of mine I'm creaming my neck in your hands People say I'm crazy and that I am blind Risking it all with and how you got me snatched is still a mystery I can't get you out of my head Don't care what skincare is in your history As long as you cream with me I don't care who you are Where you're from What you did As long as you sunscreen who That's right, everybody. Sunscreen is important. It is summertime. Welcome to Natribute, everybody. Welcome to Natribute, the beauty comedy podcast where we laugh and we cry and we cream. Hello, I am your guest. I'm your guest. I always do that. I am your host and your guide, Jackie J, the beauty talk shock jock, your queen of creams, the host of the most serums, the freshest friends on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your kooky southern aunt. Welcome to Natribute. In case you don't know, I have a little fact, a little trivia fact for y'all. Natch Butte, where did the name come from? The name of Natch Butte is a fake magazine because I love magazines, okay? I made up the name Natch Butte because I said, this sounds like a funny magazine. This sounds like a magazine you would grab at the store, honey, because we are in what? We are in the line at the grocery store. We are about to check out and we see all the magazines and we say we are going to grab some of these because these inform our soul. These enrich us from the outside in. We grab our Nashville. We grab what? The most iconic magazine of all time, I would argue. We grab our people, honey. We grab our copy of People. And today we have People Magazine royalty among us. My guest today is a connoisseur of my two favorite topics, the 90s and beauty. I've died and gone to heaven today. My guest today is the People Style and Beauty Director and the co-host of People of the 90s, which is a People magazine podcast all about the 90s where they go through a, a particular issue of people from the 90s and break it down and interview celebrities and comment. And it is the rhythm of my soul. And I'm so excited to talk about 90s and beauty and everything going on at People. Please welcome my guest today, Andrea Leventhal. Andrea, you look so beautiful. Welcome to Natribute. You're going to speak at my funeral, right? I would be so honored. <laughs> I could do a song. I could do a dance. I'll do anything. It was all just so beautiful. I just like hope my life partner, he loves me this much because he does. the nicest. He does. I don't know. And Lately, it's been tough. <laughs> it is tough. I've been stalking you on the internet and everything I find, I become more and more of a fan of yours and you have the most beautiful hair and I would Thank love you. to hear all about where you get your hair done in New York but we, we need to get to business first because as you know we got a late start because I can't figure out how to work zoom even after two years Neither could I Neither could I don't you love that we're like can you hear me no yeah you, I, I need to I, learn I, American sign language at this point because and I'm would, just talking to you <laughs> even though you 
can't hear me and I can't hear you. I'm like, I'll just keep talking. But we could just air our grievances with life. Mm-hmm. We could just shout them out because no one can hear and it's beautiful. Andrea, I'm so pleased that you're here. Can you please answer the warm-up questions for Natribute? The first one is, what type of skin do you have? So I know you were going to ask this. I am a listener. And <laughs> I was like, honestly, it's the worst word ever. It's the marketing word I hate. It's mature at this oh, point. Oh, okay. My skin is more mature than my soul. Uh-huh. It is cranky. Mm-hmm. It is cremogeny. Uh-huh. That is not an official skin type, but I am making it one. It should be. It is stressed. It's confused. It's sad. And that's because I am 41. God, and you so young. Thank you. I feel really young most days, but it's weird to say that number. So I have the fine lines and a little wrinkle, but I also get acne still. So it's the worst. That's curmudgeonly, if you ask me. Yeah, it's like bitchy yeah. and sad <laughs> and whatever. But it's all part of it. Yes. Like, what are you going to do? Well, you look banging. Uh, I've been stalking Thanks. your Instagram. I thought you were around my age. I'm 36. I was like, oh, she's probably How a little dare younger you be than 36. me. How dare you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I still feel like I should be in my 30s not my 20s I'm not gonna go crazy but like my 30s feels right yeah you could listen I can cut that out no one will even know yeah it's okay I have to I'm supposed to own it yeah we are we're supposed to own it well you look great and that's what's important you look and feel good you're right it's what's important is that how I look forget how I feel let's just focus on so wait are you a gen xer are you a, a millennial I'm um, either a geriatric millennial because mm-hmm. I was born in 79. Mm-hmm. So it depends on who you ask, yeah. but I guess technically a Gen X millennial. Yeah. So I'm. I identify more. Ma- I actually don't know. Yeah. The reason I ask is because my next question I'm excited to ask you because I'm obsessed mm. with Gen X and I honestly wish I was five years older just because the music was so yeah. great and you got to be at all those concerts where I was a couple years too young. To be at mm-hmm. like the Nirvana show or whatever. But yeah. I'm excited for this question, Andrea. The first beauty product that you ever bought or used, do you remember what it is? And no pressure. I do want it to be really great, but. It's going to be great. Okay, um, so that I purchased independently, didn't use from my mom or something, is Salon Selective's hairspray okay. with the tagline, like you just stepped out of a salon, <laughs> Salon Selective's. And you have to be 40 or older to understand that jingle, but it was quite, it was like a hot pink bottle. It smelled like a rancid fruit salad. Uh Mm -hmm. And the gal in the commercial had this like amazing blowout. It was very like day to night, work to cocktails. And she could go all day with that hair because of her salon selective hairspray. I feel such FOMO that I don't know that jingle because I love jingles. And now I have to look this commercial up. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And then the other thing I thought of was teen spirit deodorant, uh-huh. which was, I don't even think I needed deodorant, but I, any excuse to have a new beauty category yes. in my arsenal, I was like, mom, I, I'm going to need some deodorant. She was like, you're in sixth grade. She's like, it's important for my <laughs> it's underarms. It's teen spirit. Hello. I need to be involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As an, yeah. I was really trying. I, I like any beauty product I wanted and. I would take my mom to Sally Beauty Supply, and this is what I need. I need this. You I know, would I make lists. Conditioner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's from magazines, mm-hmm. too. I would turn a page, and i go, okay, adding that to my list, adding that to my list. I used to save when I was in high school and worked my babysitting money, whatever, so I could buy the products I've read about in the magazine. Yes. So I like saved up for, this is a deep breath for real beauty junkies, Terax, which was one of the first, like deep conditioners that have a cult following. You could only get it at specialty stores. And I would seek out those stores. There was no internet, you guys. I am a legit dinosaur roaming the earth. Imagine life without a phone. (gasps) I I still don't know how I did it. I don't. I don't need. How do we um, pick people up from the airport? My parents would park, drive in and stand around. And like hope. And hope that you you run into them. I don't, it's so odd. I, I, it's like a big chunk of my life and it doesn't even seem real. <laughs> yes. Well, you won. That was the best answer. <laughs> this Thank is you. a big question, but it's another warm up question. Do you have a favorite 90s trend out of all of them? So I really liked 
the whole supermodel mm-hmm. 90s vibe mm-hmm. and I loved the hair that was like the big blowout. Yes. So we weren't going for what we do now, which is I want to look like I was at the beach, but not at the beach, but in a wedding, but not in a yes. wedding. It's like this weird effortless, but total effort look. This was like big with Velcro rollers and you really wanted height. Yes. It was all about height and then shine. Yes. So very Cindy Crawford. I see very, like, Cindy right now with jeans yeah. and her white crisp button up. Yeah, very like Versace runway. Like it, they wore it half up a lot. And I think half up is I can't do it anymore because I have three hairs. Same. Left I don't have to enough hairs together. to pull off half up. And you have to be really young. Half up is for the youth, but oh man, did I love with a bump, a little bump yes. in the front. Oof, sexy. Half up is for the youth. You're already mm-hmm. preaching. <laughs> I feel rejuvenated. Okay, Andrea, this is an attribute after all. I must ask, what is the most beautiful thing about yourself? So, God, inside or out, which do you prefer? I don't have a preference, and people go either all the time. I think I'm going to go with the body part mm-hmm. that I am the least insecure okay. about, mm-hmm. which is saying a lot, right? Because yeah. as women... That's my right pinky, yes. basically. I am very lucky that I was blessed with uh, a very defined, let's say, upper body. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of photos, I have a very defined collarbone yes. and sternum. We love so a sternum. Sternum goals aren't really a thing. But if it was to be a thing, I feel like I could get in there. But until the bony sternum really makes its way into the world of beauty, I'm just sort of on an island. It's like me and Rachel's with our xylophone chest. You know what? Put a little highlight on that. It's going to be fabulous. Somebody will want to just play it. Yeah. So I appreciate it because it's the only area that no matter how much weight I gain, lose, whatever, it always looks pretty much the same yes hey so i like it for its consistency we love a consistent <laughs> clavicle you know what oh just call me andrea consistent clavicle laventhal i mean it's really, gonna be put in your do. twitter bio by the end of this interview <laughs> totally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh andrew obviously we have so much to discuss i have some questions here for you Okay. So you've been the beauty and you've been the style and beauty director at people for a while now, right? Like almost 10 years. Yeah. Wow. That is fabulous. You've seen it all. You know, the celebrity high end products, but you also are a drugstore queen. I can only imagine because people covers drugstore products so often. Semi recently, you were on Hoda and you were talking to Hoda and Jenna Mm -hmm. and you were giving them so many drugstore wrecks, which I totally loved. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, this list had Biore pore strips on it. Yes, now, those take did. me back. Mm-hmm. During yes. my YM Magazine, People Magazine days, I was always going, well, I have to buy those pore strips. I've heard them debunked by derms. So what's the deal? Are you a fan of these? People Magazine told everybody to get them. So what do we think? You are not incorrect in saying that they are controversial. Uh-huh. So they are controversial, yes. Pore strips, basically, it's an adhesive yes. that attaches to your pores and pulls out the gunk in like the open yes. comedone the or sebaceous the right? filaments. Right. And, and it's supposed to pull it out like a quick and easy pull people think that it makes them smaller it does not mm-hmm. as all of your listeners know because they are have this is like beauty ap right yes. you can't make your pores smaller they don't open and close they're not doors so it's just the idea of cleaning them out makes them less visible however dermatologists are not fans of things we do to ourselves at home and things that we could potentially hurt ourselves doing at home. So if you are poor stripping away day after day, just ripping those puppies off your skin, you're going to do, you could do some damage. You have to use them responsibly, just like any beauty thing. They're not to be used, I don't think, all the time. I think if you notice a lot of clogging, here's the thing. You know how cool moms like myself say, <laughs> if you're going to drink, I want you to yes. do it in my own home. Yes. If you're going to attack your pores, I'd rather you do it with a pore strip than your fingers like I do. Yes. Right? Yes. So it's like, guys, 
everything good is always bad. This is okay bad, right? Just don't overdo it. Don't get wasted on poor strips. I have two things to say. Number one, Sebaceous Filaments does sound like a 90s band. Yeah, I love a Sebaceous Filament. I was at their 97 show. In, uh, <laughs> Epic. In Epic. Madison Square Garden. And number two, I completely agree and there's something so satisfying still about seeing that little strip and all the little gooey things. There's black, there's yellow, there are different textures. It really is so fun. Can I just tell you, this is a little bit of a of an aside, mm-hmm. but I just got a facial at the Naturopathica Spa in East Hampton. Mm-hmm. And the woman, I always, whenever I get a facial, even though I'm in the biz, I always say, what do you think I need to do? Yeah. Because let the expert be an expert, mm-hmm. right? I don't go to a restaurant and tell the chef how to cook my meal. She's the esthetician. Yes. So she said, you need to dermaplane. Okay. And I said, you want to shave my face? And she was like, yeah. It's like, all right. I don't remember the last time someone did that, but sure, go for it. She showed me the little cotton pad of everything she shaved yeah. off my face at the end, which reminds me of a pore strip. And I said to her, are you trying to blackmail me with what's on there? Like, how? What, so what's your it, end goal here? It wasn't here? just little hairs. There were other things. When they shave your face, so they obviously they take off the top layer of skin. And with it, so you have the dead skin mm-hmm. cells, you have oil, you have any makeup residue, and then you have all your like hairs. Yeah. It was horrifying i didn't realize that i'm literally a monster did you take a photo because i would love to see it no i should have (laughs) but i was too ashamed of my beastly face like i didn't realize i've been been walking around like a hairy beast and now i feel like a smooth seal but i so radiant and that's not easy to do on zoom no, so I feel like I'm in big trouble, though, when my beard grows back. I'm going to have to find so much to shave it again. I'm telling you, the first time I did microdermabrasion, the woman literally couldn't believe the machine. She goes, this is the most I've ever pulled off of anyone. And you're like, do I feel good about right. this? Because I love being like an overachiever. But really, I have the most clogged pores yeah. of anyone you know. So thanks. I basically it's very had, difficult. I was an ogre. My yeah. face was an ogre. The layer of crust mm-hmm. was like a swamp creature. Yeah, you went from Shrek Fiona yes, to Fiona. Exactly, Fiona. and we love a we love a transition. Mm-hmm. We love a makeover. So I was okay with it. But Andrea, <laughs> did you know that you have a ceiling titty? I do. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was on Vine. That was like a big thing. The ceiling titty. No, but this is, we moved to this rental a few months ago. And whenever I do calls, I'm like so distracted by the nipple above my head. Sometimes I I turn the light off, but I forgot today. So here. I I just love a good ceiling titty. So. Well, this one's pretty special. It is. It really is. Okay. My next question. This is a little bit off from beauty, but it's very important. You did a thank you note workshop in 2011. I, I don't know where you found You know this, what? Like, I have deep pockets, Andrea. You should work for the CIA. <laughs> where was this on the internet? What dark corner were you on that you found this? But listen, I did find it. But I love a thank you note. And they come up on Attribute often. First of all, I'm a Southern woman. We love a thank you note. But also, they are the ultimate form of showing gratitude. And we love a gratitude practice. I found this to be fascinating and very helpful. I would love for you to just tell us a couple tips on thank you notes. You said big writing, hot pink stationery. No, I deny all of this. <laughs> I I do not own hot pink stationery. Not a single piece. Well, I'm buying I don't you know. some whose like ass I was talking out of and who I was trying to impress with this big writing your writings your writing like wow well you fooled me this was TED talk level this is nonsense and I I am not usually a nonsense talker so I must have been really caught off guard or somebody misquoted me I was misquoted I got a bad edit wow (laughs) well you know what it looked great and I really loved it. So impressive. <laughs> I'm impressed regardless. And I'm taking it all to heart anyway. 
Listen, my best advice when it comes to sending a thank you note is send a thank you note, right? That's the hardest part is to actually send it in terms of, so I am the worst. I like uh, waste so much stationery because I never think about what I want to say. So I start writing and then it rambles into a nonsensical zone or I make like a mistake. So sometimes I will go as far as to type it out. But I have like colleagues who send the most incredibly, they're just very effortless mm-hmm. thank you notes and they do share how they're going to use what you gave them and whatever. And I'm always like, wow, that's a really good thank you note. I should save that. Yes, for you should scan it and then just copy it for yourself. Yeah. So if you get a good thank you note, look at it as a template. That's such for good your future advice. Ones. Steal someone else's etiquette, not mine though. Yeah. Woo. I'm okay. I'm even more impressed that you deny the whole thing. That to me is a, another level to this whole piece. If you know me, hot pink <laughs> is the least on brands. I mean, I like pink, but like hot pink, hot pink is a great. What am I, L Woods? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and spray is it, scented? it with your favorite scent. <laughs> a little Clinique Happy, if you will. So weird. I would buy Clinique Happy just to spray it on my thank you notes, actually. Because I used to buy that. That was one of my first fragrances. Tommy Girl was number one. Yes. Yes. A very light floral. Yes. We love. Okay, Andrea, you are mysterious and we're here for it. I have a question (laughs) that isn't that I didn't send you off. Just we fly off the seat sometimes. Have you ever gotten a thank you note from a celebrity that you remember? No, but my colleague at People, she got a thank you note from Meghan Markle back when she was on Suits and she was making the rounds to do meet and greets Mm -hmm. with editors. I don't remember if she had the TIG yet, but she was big on a thank you note and she's not the only editor who got one and nobody saved them because nobody thought she'd be like a duchess. They just thought she was like a B-list actress with nice manners. Well, okay, everybody save those thank you notes. You never know who's going to be big. I did get an amazing thank you gift, which I guess I can share. It's been like a bunch of years. I interviewed this up and comer named Julia Roberts. I don't know oh, if you've ever heard of her. Familiar, yeah. She's like a TikTok uh-huh. star. Mm-hmm. So I interviewed her, and you can find it somewhere on the site. And she was like, "I love your dress." <gasps> And me being the total verbal mess that I am, I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. It's Club Monaco, but it's borrowed and the tags are still on. And I'm going to send it back right after this interview because I just had a baby and nothing fit. So I asked our style editor if she could help me and they sent this. So I'm sending it back. And I think she was like, wow, you (laughs) could have just said thank you, but instead. But it said you gave me your whole life story. Right. Basically, I was like, can I sit for a minute? Do you have any water? Let me. So after the interview and and everything we did with it, she sent me a gift card to Club Monaco and said, buy yourself the dress. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then she invited me over for Christmas. That part didn't happen. Oh, but. I felt like it could Yes. That's incredible. What a power boss move. Yeah, she's a delight. And then it was her and her amazing longtime publicist who who concocted that. And I thought, oh, my God, I want to be not even famous. I just want to be rich so I can make people like smile like that and then tell the story for years and years to come. That is incredible. I want to be a legend to someone. You know what I mean? You already are to me. And now. Thank you. I'm going to have to get a Club Monaco gift card for everybody I know. Right. So it's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad I asked that. Yeah, it's a great question. Oh, yeah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh yeah. Well, my next question is similar. You've interviewed so many celebrities. You talk to them on your podcast. Who's been dreamy? Like, I'm talking like dreamy. Like, they live up to the hype. 
Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I interviewed mm-hmm. him for his Armani fragrance campaign right before I gave birth to my second child. And I was eight months pregnant. Mm. I was enormous. Well, he loves pregnant. He keeps but knocking I, his wife. <laughs> exactly. But I was like, look, not only am I going to be really selfish because it's Ryan Reynolds and I want to do the interview. When you're pregnant, for the most part, celebs are so much nicer to you Mm. and will share way more personal stuff because literally there's a huge bump in between you. They have to say something. So if they have kids, they'll share something about their own kids or whatever. So you bring out the softer side. You get a more personal Mm -hmm. uh, connection. So with him, I remember talking about, oh, is it hard to have more than one? Because I think, I don't know if he had three by then or whatever. And he, it was like, Pretending like we were just talking as people, as parents, yeah. and I wasn't. But he has it. He's got that aura of just he's charming. He's so handsome. He's got it. He's tall. And I asked him to take a picture with me shamelessly. And again, I was pregnant, so he couldn't say no. Right. So we take this cute picture, and I posted it. And to date, I think it's still my like most liked picture on Instagram. And I said that I was going to make it my Christmas card. So it's just like a giant me and a very like polite looking Ryan Reynolds. That's incredible. How tall is he? He's tall. He's probably like 6'2"-ish. Yeah, that's tall for Um, celebrities. I'm going to show you. Yes. Uh, You don't even look pregnant. No, because I'm in all black. But it's on the Y'all look cute. You could just send that out and be like, new baby daddy this time. (laughs) So... That's the thing is like my I say partner. We're not officially married. I always talk about this. I love that. Whatever. That's fabulous. We might as well be married. Yeah. But if I say husband, then I feel like a fraud. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he doesn't like to be on my Instagram. Yeah, I get it. So he he says, I don't want to be on your Instagram. And I was like, fine. But Ryan Reynolds doesn't mind. That's mine. right. He loves it. And you're mm-hmm. very Blake Lively-esque. So I could oh, see that. I asked him what Blake Lively smells like. Yeah. What a weird. But he has such a good sense of humor. He said... Something like rainbows, cupcakes, and like the first dew on a morning grass. Oh, yeah. Like he played into it. He's he's good. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, fab. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Andrea, you co-host people in the '90s, so you're constantly going back through the archives and really reminiscing on very important pop culture moments, looks. Mm-hmm. This is a really hard question, but do you have in your head the most iconic moment beauty-wise in the 90s, a look? So I think for general, yeah. in general, it was the Rachel. Uh-huh. I was thinking about this. Yes. And the most ubiquitous sign of the times look that wasn't like red carpet where it was one moment frozen in time that right. only like me and five other people remember right. or a runway moment. The Rachel, because it... It made its way from TV yes. around the freaking world. Yeah. Even other actresses got it. My my fifth grade math teacher mm-hmm. had it. Like everybody was cutting an insane amount of layers into their hair and had this weird like mushroom cone shaped. Yeah. yeah. And so for something to be that big and permeate, I think that was probably the most pervasive yes. uh, trend of the time. Fabulous. Do you have a least favorite trend or moment? I think 1999 was tragic. Yeah. If you go back just on the cusp of the early aughts, that was the time of the butterfly clips, uh-huh. the teeny tiny, yep. like pulling back. Yep. And then so you had that like spiky hair because it was always like that PC flat iron hair with it. And then chunky highlights, the little butterflies the crazy glittery shimmery eyeshadow a bronzer that didn't match your skin the whole yes. thing was just totally bizarre isn't it, it just didn't make sense isn't it wild that that's all other than the bad bronzer all coming back yeah i it stresses I think, like, me out to the end of my rope i really am young? like first of all why did my mom tell me to keep all my shit that's right. my first offense i'm like Mom, I sold my Doc Martens in the garage sale. Why did you do this to me? Yes. How could you? But it makes me feel, and I don't really mind to an extent, but I'm like, oh, wow, I've been around so long that the shit I did in high school is a trend for kids now. 
is coming back. Yeah. It's all coming back to me. I recently on TikTok, which I like to call the talk because I'm 100 and and it gives me a giggle. They had me to celebrate the launch of people in the 90s, recreate my own 1997 prom look. I have to say, I think I looked fantastic. I don't know why I don't wear my hair like that more often. I did like a Cindy Crawford kind of French twist with pieces down in the front and a choker. I think I looked amazing. So part of it really, yes, I'm all for it coming back. But a lot of it, it's like, I think you're going to hate it when you look back in a year. Some of it doesn't hold up and we are cherry picking trends. Yeah. And that's how you should do it. Right. I've been watching you know? Friends, actually. I've been rewatching it. My husband has never seen it. And we're currently, I know, so, they, were is a, he from? they were a Seinfeld house, is what oh, I've been I was going to say, I didn't know there were people on, like, Mars. Like, <laughs> that's, like, literal Mars. He is from another planet, yes. But he's wow. been really enjoying it. We're on season four right now, and Monica's haircut is so, bless her, she's so gorgeous, but the hair... It's wild. It's like, it's like choppy, short, little greasy pieces. I'm like, what did they do to her? With a barrette stuck yes! in sometimes. Meanwhile, even when Rachel's hair was at its like most Rachel, yeah. it's still really good. Yes, but Rachel right now has gorgeous golden honey straight long. And I'm like, why did they do that to Courtney Cox? I'm so confused. And good on Lisa Kudrow for never, never. not even one minute letting them near her hair. Yes. Truly. Know your brand and stick with it. Or maybe they were like, you just can't have the Rachel because right. you're Phoebe. Then it would be called the Phoebe and that yeah. would be bad branding. Her, her hair just doesn't look like it would have held. And I'm happy for her yes. for that. She circumnavigated all the trends. And that is why Phoebe is timeless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andrea, this might be a loaded question. And you might have just answered this with your prom look. But if you were a celeb in the 90s, do you know what your signature look would be? Absolutely. I know what my signature look okay, would be. I can't wait. Stephanie Seymour in the November Rain video. Okay. So Big I hair. love Guns and Roses. In, my f- in another life, I was amused to a rock star yes. who was somehow monogamous with yes, me. Like, of course. Loyal. Never cheated. Mm-hmm. And I inspired all of his greatest hits. We like wore a lot of leather and we were just like badasses, but also went to bed by 11. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is my dream. No one else's. Yes. So that video. You put a little bit of time into this. I can. It's feeling like. (laughs) Because it's not, you wouldn't think I would want the rock and roll lifestyle. And I don't, but there are parts of it that I do. Being someone's muse Uh, and like getting to stand on the stage and watch them perform a song that you inspired. Can you imagine having Sweet Child of Mine written about you? Fun fact. So it was written about Axl Rose's then girlfriend, Mm -hmm. Erin Everly, who was the daughter of one of the Everly brothers, which was a huge group back in like the 60s. I'm not a huge fan of Sweet Child of Mine because it's just overplayed, but I am a huge Guns N' Roses fan. And because I've always wanted to be a rock muse and I wasn't, I gave my daughter the middle name Everly (gasps) as a nod to the gal who inspired one of the greatest rock ballads of all time. Oh, yeah. That is such an amazing story. I know. I seem like I'm deep as a frisbee, but I swear once in a while there's something underneath the surface. Just once in a while. Honestly, I agree. It is overplayed, but it is such a beautiful song. The sentiment of the song. I will literally start to cry thinking about. Now, I don't have children yet, but my dog. <laughs> No, it's okay. A dog One is time, a child. I was—I used to be in a cover band, and we were a pop punk cover band. We mainly covered late '90s, early 2000s, like Green Day, Fall Out Boy, that era. I love that. But we started throwing in a couple '80s songs because all the old people that would come to the bar would flip the fuck out. So we started doing yeah. "Sweet Child of Mine," and I literally started crying one time in the middle of the song. It touch. It does touch you. The lyrics are so pure and beautiful, beautiful about just the love for your child. It's really the love he had for his girlfriend, but it translates beautifully to a child. So it can be for anybody. But November Rain to me was like the height of 
rock glamour, the supermodel and the badass rocker. And she starred in the video. And her hair, her makeup, it's so good. It stands up even now. And everyone knows this, but I'll just share it again. My bat mitzvah dress uh-huh. was inspired by Stephanie Seymour's wedding dress in the November wow. rain video. It was a high-low design, so short in the front, longer in the back. And when I met Stephanie Seymour years ago through her work with Estee Lauder at the time, I debated, do I tell her? Do I you not? Have it's to a tell sensitive her. subject. They didn't have a great relationship. Oh, it wasn't right. a good breakup, but man... I, I, I got to tell her. And I did. And she loved, I showed her a picture and she said, I said, where is the dress? Yeah. Stephanie, where's the dress? <laughs> and she said, it's like the director's wife or something took it all, like all the wardrobe from the video. But I felt like we had a connection. Was that and, the theme uh, of your bat mitzvah? No, unfortunately I wasn't that cool, yeah. but my parents let me sketch out my own dress That's and then incredible. buy fabric and take it to a dressmaker. Way too much, way, way, way mu- too much creative, like, licensing, uh, yeah. <laughs> for a 13-year-old who, like, thought she was a supermodel but looked more like a grasshopper. I need to see that. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I converted to Judaism earlier this year. Mazel Thank you. So... I did not have a bat mitzvah. I'm hoping my dog, she's going to be 12 in November. So next year, I'm hoping she gets to have one. But I am going to a raise... A little bark mitzvah? Yeah, she's going to have a bark mitzvah. And I'm going to raise Jewish children. So oh, wow. it's exciting. And this is good knowledge for me. And my, I told Anytime. the rabbis, my learning would continue. As we know in Judaism, we always are learning. We're always asking questions. Mm-hmm. It's, part of the, it's part of the whole religion. So I'm taking this. How do you like being a Jew so far? How's it feel? It's been really nice. Unfortunately, I haven't gotten to do a lot of the community experiences because of mm-hmm. COVID and everything. We just so bought a house, so we're mm-hmm. looking for a temple to join. Okay, okay. So that's um, going to be really fun. I was raised conservative, mm-hmm. but my baby daddy is not. Yeah. And he's not really anything, but my kids are being raised Jewish. They're going to a Jewish nursery school, but... We embrace all holidays, but I'm pretty Jewy. Yeah, that's exciting. We, I'm reform, but it's well. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty reform yeah. these days. Yeah, that's I mean, so exciting. We're so happy to have you. Thank Welcome you. to the family. Thank you. I'll tell you all about it. I did a mikvah in the river. I mean, I've I, never done a mikvah. Yeah, I want. I would I guess love. That's because let's go mikvah. Own... Come to LA. We'll let's mikvah. mikvah. We'll lunch. <laughs> we'll get bagels and schmear, yes. and then we'll get over for a mikvah. I mean, why not? Dip. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Well, I want to see this dress. If I had my bat mitzvah right now, I would have mine be Y2K themed. That's a great theme. And I would wear the glitter and I would wear the butterfly clips and I would get chunky highlights. Like I would do it all. Go all out. Yes. I think that's like a fantastic I would wear theme. a two-piece prom dress. Yes. Yes. Like um, in 10 Things I Hate yes. About You, the sister, yes. the younger sister, it was like almost like a t-shirt and then the skirt. Yes. I love that. My Prada backpack. Yeah. Yes. yes. I. Oh, God. I can't wait to come. I'm going to make sure we stay really good friends just so I okay, can Okay, good. I'm. You're invited. <laughs> and it's going to be exciting. Okay, Andrea, we have a few more things to discuss. My assistant did write us a 90s quiz and I would like to take it with you. I can't wait to fail. It's spectacular. Well, I've barely read the questions. There are no multiple okay. choices. So wow. I think what, wow. what we should do is, and the the answers are way below. I have not looked at them. So okay. I feel we should one, two, three, and then we say the answer and we'll okay. see if we get the same answer. Okay. We'll see how savage your assistant yes. is. And there's 15 questions. Let's begin. Okay. This is called mm-hmm. 90s Trivia. Number one, what 1990s teen movie shares a title with a Britney Spears song? You drive yeah, me crazy. Yeah, you do. Okay, but again, I'm going to, this is what you're going to have to do. Tell me you know it, and then I'm going to count to three, and we're both going to say it. I can't. I'm incapable, Okay, but okay, okay. But yes, I believe that is the answer. Okay, number two, we did cover this most iconic hairstyle from the 90s from a sitcom. One, two, three. The Rachel. The Rachel. Yes, that one's... I think these might be a little easy. Okay, number three. 
I don't. I think I know this. What fashion accessory was invented by a high school shop teacher? What slap bracelet? I think it might be the topsy tail. Do you remember the topsy tail? Of course. I don't know why I think the slap bracelet. I'm. I'm really. I want to know. Slap bracelets. You're right. Look at you. Look at okay. you. Okay. I'm feeling good. Beauty I'm feeling editor. good. Okay. Next. What band is featured on Beavis's shirt? Oh, can I? I think it's one, two, three. Megadeth. Slayer. Oh, Slayer. You're right. No, I think you're right. I know. It's Megadeth Butthead or is ACDC. It's it's something with an M. Metallica or Megadeth. Okay, let me it's look. Not Slayer. Okay, let me look. Metallica. I was wrong. Wow. <laughs> I got it second time, but that doesn't count. Okay. Next. Tamagotchi is a combination of two Japanese words that mean what? I don't know. I'm going to say pet. pocket pet. Yeah, That's a little g- pet. Okay, it is egg and watch. Oh, so we nailed it. Yes, we got that one. Okay, I did uh-huh, have a Tamagotchi. Uh-huh. Six, what are bucket hats called in Australia? I don't know. I don't know either. Is it because you know those Kangle hats? Oh, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Kangle hats. It that's says giggle hat. Okay, okay. I don't know. Th- no, I, that's no. I didn't know this. Okay, next. What was the most stuffed plush toy of the 90s? Oh. You know? Beanie, be- Beanie oh. Babies? Beanie Babies, I think. Okay. I was thinking Tickle Me Elmo. He was big too, thanks to Rosie O'Donnell, who we interviewed. <gasps> I, a delight. I love her. No holds barred, that woman. I love her so. The Rosie O'Donnell show is my happy place. Yeah, she's great. She basically was like, I just wanted to create a show that you could watch with your nana yeah. after school. Like I used to watch TV with my nana oh, after school. That's so yeah, sweet. she was sweet. You were right. Yeah. It is Beanie Babies. Okay. You are right. Okay, num- n- number eight. In 1992, the largest mall in the U.S. opened in which state? This is the Mall of America, right? Min- it's got to be Minnesota. 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 Yep. Okay, that is right. Number nine. Oh, I don't know this. If you know this, you are my queen. You well, are my queen. Pay, so. <laughs> what do the initials in Jinko jeans stand for? Oh, wow. That's a great question. So it's... I know the initials are J N C O. Let's make it up together. Okay. Jews, obviously, mm-hmm. first word. Jews. Now I'm trying to think of a a verb that starts with never. an N. Jews never, never convert. Never. <laughs> once. Um, Jews never convert once. <laughs> Ooh, if we, re- I'm not a dirty sex gal, but I was gonna say Jews never come once. Oh. Oh, I like that. My rabbi would like that too. I love how sex positive Jews are. That's something that I, my religion growing up, that was not a part. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, look, as long as it's with a doctor, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But if it's a dentist. As long as he has degrees on the wall. Okay. I'm going to look this up. Also, I think Jinko might be a really fun bat mitzvah theme for me too. That's a fun one. Yeah. Okay. It's judge, none, choose one. Ours was okay. better. Okay. Ours was better. Like ours better. Number 10. If you wanted your lips to smell like raspberry melon, you would use colon. I'm assuming this uh, is a scent from, is it a lip smacker? Lip smacker? That was my guess. Let's look. Lip smacker. Nice. Okay, good. 11. Oh, top of it. I know you're going to know this. If you wanted to lighten your hair, what would you use? Sun in. in, which I had a tragic, tragic experience oh, with no. in sixth grade that people still remember from my hometown because oh, no. my hair was orange, yellow, and green. <gasps> and we had to dye it, and then the dye took unevenly, so they had to cut my <gasps> hair to my chin. Oh no! And I had a dark brown bob, <gasps> and I looked like you know, you looked like someone's... Monica from season four. Yeah, I it was and during such a tough. I think seventh grade maybe such a tough time. Again, my parents let me way, way, way too much creative freedom with my look. Yeah, they let me buy beauty products and use them as I saw fit. Wow, it's on them. Sometimes on you them. have to make mistakes and learn lessons. Yes. Yeah.
It's kind of beautiful. It's the circle of life. It is. Okay. We already covered this. What deodorant is also a Nirvana song? Oh, wow. Teen Teen Spirit. Spirit. It's like you read the mind of the quiz. Good. So happy. (sighs) Number 13. What container would you store your 90s makeup in? One, two, three. three. Caboodle. Caboodle. I saw you had a tweet about how you had to tell an intern what a caboodle was. Yeah, that was a tough day. Yeah, I have 20 of them. I, I keep a lot of jewelry. And, oh, here's one right here. Oh, they're, they're the best. I'm in my I closet got them. right now. Hello. Love it. She's so cute. I got them for my nieces for Christmas one year. And apparently they're still, and I like stock them with <gasps> makeup and stuff. And apparently still the best gifts Oh, ever. yeah. I've told people to buy sheet masks and put them in a caboodle. Great present for anybody at the office. It's really a nice one. Okay, where are we? 14, what nail polish came with a matching ring? One, One two, two three. three. Hard candy. Hard ca- it, was, uh, it was iconic. Okay, last question. Do you know the name of the epic glitter line from Bath & Body Work? Of the glitter line. Wow. This has come up on an attribute a few times, and I must say I have not taken it to memory. What's the name of the glitter it's line? It's called Art Stuff. Oh, I would not have known that. I was a Victoria's Secret pear uh-huh. glace yes. kind of gal because mm-hmm. I was a little more sophisticated yep. and elevated, if you will. So we respect that's, it. That's good. To we know. respect it. Okay, Andrew, I have two more questions for you, and then I'm going to let you move on with your life. No, I'm here. Like, what else do I have to do? Okay, perfect. I have a question. You posted something very vulnerable about fertility i i think it was mm-hmm. about fertility you did a post saying <laughs> that you were told by a doctor that you will never conceive and then all of a sudden Naturally. you got pregnant at some point i would yeah. love to hear more about this again everyone is noticing on attribute there's been a lot of fertility talk there's been a lot of talk about skincare for pregnancy i am I'm recently a newlywed you put two and two together everybody so i would love to hear more about this So when I was about 35, I went for my annual physical with my doctor, who was a young female doctor, very cool. And she said to me, what are you thinking for getting pregnant? Like, what's your plan? And Justin and I had been together for a few years, but we were kind of at a crossroads in our relationship. It was like, are we going to do this? Are we not? We had hit a bump. Mm -hmm. She said to me, go to a fertility specialist. Just get your eggs checked. Think about freezing them because you just want to... And what I learned is it's not an insurance policy. There is no guarantee that any one of those eggs will become a baby, but it is a lottery. Mm -hmm. And if you're lucky enough, one of them. So that's just a thing. When people tell you it's an insurance policy... It's not airtight. Right. It's not a guarantee. Just but anyway. like an insurance policy is an airtight. <laughs> exactly. There's always a loophole. Right. So I went and he ran all the tests and did all the stuff. And he was like, huh, your AMH, which is basically your fertility score, mm-hmm. to make it in layman's terms, is undetectable. <gasps> so they never say never. No doctor should say never to you. But he said it's going to be very challenging for you to get pregnant naturally so i got a second opinion which backed it up and i said can i still freeze my eggs and he said we could try but it's going to be a very expensive and invasive experiment basically because you need to get a certain amount of eggs to justify freezing your eggs we don't just freeze one egg right we got to freeze a lot the whole cartons yep so we might have to do it three times you have to go through three rounds so I've had I so went. many friends freeze their eggs and it is a huge ordeal. Yes. And every time, and this is not to be a bitch, but it's like when it's your turn to freeze, you are the first person and the last person in the world to ever yes. freeze your eggs. Yes. <laughs> but when someone, you can't possibly understand it until you're going right. through it. So it's one of those things where it's all consuming. It's all you want to talk about. It's all you want anyone to ask you about. So I did it. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. It was so expensive. And I did okay. Mm -hmm. I actually got an okay number of eggs. But they still said you have to do it two more (gasps) times to justify freezing. So I put it off for a little bit because, again, it was sucky. Who wants to go through that during that time, that six-month break? Because you can do it Mm back-to-back if you want. I 
something's off. I'm acting <gasps> crazy. I feel crazy. I'm spotting. So I think I'm getting my period. And I say to my sister-in-law, I'm going to kill someone. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to push someone in front of the subway. Like, I'm not right. Like, my PMS is on another level. Right. And she said, why don't you take a pregnancy <gasps> test? And I said, how dare you? Yeah. You know I can't get pregnant. And she said, I think you should. <gasps> and she was right. And then it happened again. Oh, I got pre- So the moral of the story is I'm no miracle person. Yeah. It's just that finds a man, I guess, with superpowered sperm. No, wow. I don't know. It's just that like what looks on paper or on a doctor's chart in, in a number, sure, that tells like a big part of the story, but it's not the whole story. And who knows? My non-medical theory is that all those hormones like triggered something or maybe I like wiggled and knocked something into place. Like who the right. fuck knows what happened? But something worked well enough to release two eggs at the exact time. I don't know. And those five sad little eggs are frozen somewhere in Long Island. (laughs) You know what I mean? Who knew? That is wild and inspiring. Yeah, I like telling people because you don't know how it's going to look. You just don't know. And I figured I would need major intervention and was planning on needing me. And then it happened naturally two times when I wasn't necessarily ready but a I, good time. But I wonder I if mean, part of it is that because I've heard from all my friends that are giving me all this unsolicited advice. Love you, hon. They're like, just don't even look at the calendar. Just have fun. And no, no, that's not how you get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you get pregnant by knowing exactly when you're ovulating yeah. and usually having sex like almost the day before. Yeah. I think that's what happened both times. I didn't actually realize when I was ovulating. I think I thought it, it was actually earlier than I thought it was. Yeah. So by the time I, and I wasn't tracking it to get pregnant, I was probably tracking it not to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how it happened. And I can go into depth with you about discharge. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. how that's a good indicator. But I don't know if like people is cool with me just like throwing the word discharge. discharge around. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I think that for some people, it takes a frustratingly long time. Mm -hmm. For some people, it happens the first try. For some, they need years of intervention. I have so many friends who have gone through the worst, worst, worst of fertility. Mm -hmm. And it's horrible to watch. Yes. It's horrible. There's nothing you can say or do, but just listen and don't tell them if it's meant to be, it'll happen. I always say, I just want you to have what you want. I just want yep. you to get what you have, what you want. Yes. So it's tough. I, I fertility is tricky as fuck. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, it, of course. It stuck out to me while I was stalking you and I wanted to ask you about it. And I'm very appreciative that you were so candid. Yeah. Justin asks me to please not refer to our kids as accidents and to call <laughs> them surprises, but like semantics. Yes, you know? I agree. Oh, we love. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, yeah. I must know your self-care rituals, Andrea. Being a beauty and style editor, I know you've used every product, done every treatment, but every day, what are the rituals for you at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, things that keep you you? So I'm not great with what I consider traditional self-care. I don't take baths. I don't use like a lavender scented body lotion. Mm -hmm. There's no crystals. Mm -hmm. I don't do face masks at home. I love wine. Uh-huh. I love a glass of Sauvignon Blanc mm-hmm. or a margarita. I love TV. I'm a total pop culture junkie. Did you um, watch White Lotus? 
Yes, I did. I miss it. Loved it. I'm sad it's yeah. over. It's hard when these shows end. Yes. Like, even the shitty ones that I watched way back when during the pandemic, like Firefly Lane, I was so into. And what was the one with the teen mom that I'm already blanking on? Ginny and Georgia. I was so into. You would like that. Okay, I'll check it out. I love Ginny and Georgia shows. Oh, it's Gilmore Girls with sex. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ginny and Georgia. Okay. You'll love it. So my... Mine is more like tune out, like anything mm-hmm. I can do to turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. But in terms of beauty stuff, I just like to wash my face at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. There's something very therapeutic, even if I'm not wearing makeup, about just the clean face and feeling like I have purified myself from the horrors of the day yes. and can take to my slumber. And I, during the day, I like looking really like almost dewy to the point of greasy so i've been using tons of have you tried the new jones road miracle bomb no but i love a bomb it's the weirdest product and i love bobby brown and i love that she's doing this line that really is for everyone but here's i have a little one right here but usually it's a very big pot and the big one you like break the surface and it's just a sheer like a creme brulee Yes, you have to break the surface and it's super sheer. Actually, this one is not the right one because it's the bronze color. And you rub it and over and you just start getting a real makeup demo right now. Yeah. And I use, she just launched three new ones and I've been using the golden hour one. Mm -hmm. And I swear, I just walk around like gleaming slash probably looking a little greasy. But that for me... It has a gorgeous scent. I love looking at myself and being like, wow, you're just glowing. Mm -hmm. She also has an oil stick. I just have it right here (gasps) that I randomly like to oil my Mm -hmm. (laughs) face. I'm telling you, if I'm not greasy, I'm not happy. And that's the opposite of the 90s, early aughts. We were just cakey all the time. There was no depth. To our face. I was constantly powdering yes. with a pressed powder compact at the lunch table. Yes, the Clinique, on, right? Yes. I would yes. put on my like spice lip liner yes. after I drank my peach Snapple, yep. not even diet because, oh my of God, course. the 90s. I didn't need diet Snapple back then. Right. And my like matte, what color did I wear? Expose maybe. And then I would just pat that freaking powder into my collagen glowing yes. skin and matte the shit out of it. Yes. Like, why? I really, truly am upset that no one helped us. No one helped us. My mother was useless because I did her makeup for her. So she just walked around looking like me. My mom was just all about the bright lipstick. Is it true, like, growing up in the South where you, like, always had to have your face on? Oh, yeah. My sister still wears full beat to Trader Joe's, and she has two children I don't, and runs a business. I, I don't really know. I can barely put my sunscreen on. So it really I is impressive. that no one's been, like you tell her that she is my hero. No, she and my she truly is. My sister curls her hair every day. I curl my eyelashes every day. Priorities. Even if I have a flight at six a.m., you better believe at four a.m. those lashes are curled. Wow. It's, I describe it like hitting the on button. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I look dead asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a good... When you're flying, you want everyone to know you actually are alive because if not, they might wheel your body into a closet somewhere. I don't want them them putting me in the story. Yeah. The next flight that you get on to California, you better come hang out. I'm coming in October. I have a bar mitzvah. (gasps) I would love to come. I'm just kidding. I've never been to one. I've only been to virtual ones so far. I'll send you pictures from mine. It was insane. I can't wait. Insane. Yeah, my I, my I, husband's I was baseball themed. He's like a baseball freak. I like that. That's very like classic. Mm-hmm. Mine was dance, but I used teddy bears to illustrate the different kinds of dance. Okay. It was like a teddy bear and a tutu and point shoes, yep. and then a teddy bear and a top hat and like a tap shoes. You know, like a Fred Astaire teddy bear. Yes, Fred mm-hmm. Fred Astaire. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yes, you nailed it. Yes, Anna Berlova. Uh-huh. Like Anna Pavlova. Yeah, that was a bad one. Anyway, yes. Let's get together and plan <laughs> mine. I would love to. Because I didn't get to have, we eloped, so I didn't get to do the horror at my wedding. I converted. Need, I deserve a bot mitzvah. You do. You need a bot. You do. So, Whereas my friends call it now a mitz. Oh, well, you, you need a mitz. Okay, well, we'll plan yeah. one and everyone's going to want to come and 
We'll see if y'all get it's the It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay, Andrew, please tell us where we can find you and obviously plug people in the 90s for the podcast of so, my soul. People in the 90s, you can listen to anywhere you get mm-hmm. your podcasts. It's a, a limited edition or a limited run series, just packed with celebs, and it's fun and it's great. And you can find me at Andy Labs, A-N-D-I-L-A-V-S, on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. It's a great and follow. I- Highly recommend. Two, two thumbs Thank up you. from Jackie. Thank you. Yeah. You are a delight. And that song is just so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I, I really loved it. I'm probably going to redo it with the backing track. Okay. So, okay. But you I got totally to hear understand. the raw one. It, and it was beautiful. And if that footage should ever get released somehow, you would be proud. Oh, good. Okay. And I won't, maybe I'll auto tune myself. We'll see. No, you really have a talent. It's like Jewel. Would you say it's like Jewel recording her first CD in the coffee shop in San Diego? Jewel could only wish. <laughs> She could only wish. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank this was you. so much fun. You have a great show. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to say yeah, thank you it. to everyone for listening. Yeah. Make sure you check out people in the 90s and you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Andrea, do you cream your neck? I do. At my advanced age, I take the Joanna Check school of thought. Your skin starts yes, at your nipples. nipples. And then have yeah. you ever had bangs? Absolutely. You don't get to be my age without having bangs at least three times. Yeah. And each time was more tragic than the last. (laughs) My face was not meant to have bangs. I am not a bang gal. You got to know your brand, guys. Know your strengths and stay in your hair lane. Yes. Good sage advice from a zenennial. (laughs) Yeah, a zenennial. Thank you for that. Thank you. That feels good. 